WWE mentality. Finally, The Rock has come back. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm not finished with you. And that's the bottom line. What? Because Stone Cold said so. WWE Mentality, welcome back. Guys, girls, ladies and gents, it is me, JR, your host for WWE Mentality and all things WWE. Well, interesting enough, it's not going to get very interesting, uh, this show today. I don't have much to go on, very subpar... Um, week for for WWE regarding you know SmackDown and Raw, but we're gonna get some to some news you may not have heard of, uh, but as soon as you have heard of it, you know you've you've heard of it. So uh, you know I'm I'm giving you news you either heard or you haven't heard, but either way you're gonna hear it. So I'm gonna give you that, <laughs> and then I'm gonna talk about SmackDown Live February 28th, and then I'm gonna go to Monday Night Raw. March 2nd. God, we're already in March. Man, my son's birthday is like 22 days away. It is crazy. He's going to turn 7. Oh, where's the time gone? Well, anyway, I'm going to get to SmackDown here in a couple minutes. As soon as you hear from our friends at Carolina Barbecue. When looking for the best Eastern North Carolina barbecue, there are a few different spots for you to check out up and down the beach. Well, guess what? I'm here to tell you, you ain't going to find it. You got to come off the beach and into Manio. That's right. Head on over to Roanoke Island and see me, Mike Weaver, at Carolina Barbecue Company. And find out why we were voted Best of the Beach 2018 for Best Barbecue Restaurant. At Carolina Barbecue Company, we make sure that only the best Eastern Carolina barbecue passes from our on-site smokehouse to your plate. None of the old liquid smoke used around here. Barbecue not your flavor? Not to worry. We have smoked chicken, seafood, burgers, and the best brisket around. And sides? Man, we got a bunch to choose from. Tell them where to find us, Mike. We're on 64 right down your left as you come into Mania. Check us out on Facebook or online at ncbbqforyou.com. Or you can give us a holler at 252-305-8844. Carolina Barbecue Company is your spot for authentic Eastern Carolina barbecue and some good country loving. All right, all right, all right. Carolina Barbecue, it is the best tasting barbecue in all North Carolina. I'm going to be straight honest with you. Um, the, the guys over there and the girls over there know how to cook that stuff. And if you haven't been to North Carolina, or the Outer Banks in specifically, is where I'm holding this podcast at, East Carolina Radio Studio, it is a gorgeous place to come visit. It's a gorgeous place to live. It's on the little expensive side, but... Carolina barbecue, as far as that's concerned, is the best barbecue around. I mean, we have a couple joints in here, but Carolina barbecue, hell, you know, over in Roanoke Island, best barbecue you'll ever taste if you're into that kind of thing. Other than that, SmackDown Live, February 28th, held at the PMC TD Garden Arena in Boston, Massachusetts, the home away from home for John Cena. The return of John Cena, everybody's psyched. But we start the show with the new Universal Champion, Goldberg. Goldberg coming out and just doing the same old thing. Who's next? Uh, no surprise, it's Roman Reigns. It's Roman Reigns, everybody. I don't... 
necessarily know how to feel about it. I actually want to know how you guys and girls feel about it. And you can email me at wwementality at gmail.com or you can Facebook me at wwementality and let me know. But I just don't know how to feel about Roman Reigns and Goldberg. Do I think it's going to be longer than Goldberg and the Fiend Bray Wyatt's match? Yes. I think they're going to prolong it and try to drain it out as much as possible. Is it going to sell tickets? Absolutely. Because it's, you know, WrestleMania, it's in Tampa. It's, you know, home, away from home for both of them guys. Uh, I think Roman Reigns lives in Tampa. I think Goldberg, you know, I think he lives in Atlanta, but I think as his time was in WCW or wherever he was at, um, he was mainly in Tampa. I know they travel, guys, don't get me wrong, but I think his home was in Tampa at the time. So I think it's going to be a short, shorter than 10-minute match. Uh, it's going to be very hard-hitting because we all know Goldberg does you know, hit hard, does strike fast. Given his age, at what I think like fifty-four or something like that, but I I have some news on that too uh, later on regarding his age and the the comments that he's he has made about that and about his universal title win and Saudi Arabia just a week ago. But we're gonna get to that later. Naomi defeated Bailey by disqualification. Um. Uh. <laughs> Bailey, um, she's for me. She seems like she's still kind of up in the air, kind of in the the teeter totter of WWE. Don't know what to do. Don't know who to put her against. She, uh, the last thing I want to see is uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey feud again. Um, I want to see a new title holder. I don't think she's a good. At, I don't think she's good at title holding. Um, even though she's reinvented herself the way I wanted her to, she's not a bad guy. You know, I wanted her to be a bad guy. It, it's documented. Um, I just, she's just not good at it. She's just not. And she can do anything she wants to do. She still won't be good at it. So, although I wanted it, she's not good. After that, Naomi and Lacey Evans defeated Bailey and Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks making her return off supposedly injury. Um, we all know that she was featured in last week's Mandalorian. Star Star Wars, excuse me. I still like Lacey Evans. She still get it, you know, she still does it for me. She's she reminds me a lot of Charlotte. A lot of Beth Phoenix. I mean, she's got a good mix of a, of a lot of things and I think she could be a good title holder. So, would I like to see Lacey Evans and Bailey at WrestleMania again? Yes. But I want to see them in a stipulation match, like I've been saying for the past couple weeks. These these title matches, other than Goldberg and Roman Reigns, because we're not going to put Goldberg in a steel cage match, Hell in a Cell, you know, it's nothing crazy like that. I still feel like these girls, these women, although they have proved so much, don't get me wrong, I respect the hell out of these ladies, but if I was booking the show, and this is the thing that I want people to realize, and people to, to send me at wwementality at gmail.com is that if you were booking Lacey Evans versus Bailey at WrestleMania April 5th, what would you put him in? You put him in a singles match? You put him in a Hell in a Cell match? Put him in a cage match? You know, put him in tables, chairs, or TLC match in general? What would you do? 
And I'll get back to you next week what I would do. Because I got to sit there and think about it. I got to sit and, and, and tell myself that this isn't too crazy. This isn't too far-fetched for me to say, oh, I want Lacey Evans and Bailey in a tables match. Has table matches gone over well with the women wrestlers lately? No. It happened at NXT Portland. You know, I think Dakota Kai was supposed to go through a table and she didn't. Happened with Sasha Banks and Charlotte at Hell in a Cell. She didn't go through a table. Uh, I believe last year at WrestleMania, I think the tables were in there as well. Somebody didn't go through it. So, I don't know. I gotta sit there and think about it. But I'll get back to you next week about that. Robert Roode defeated Kofi Kingston. There is a friend of mine. An acquaintance that I know. That says... He feels Kofi would be in a good storyline when Xavier Wood gets back to be the slum of the group, I should say. He feels that, my friend does, he feels that Kofi should be losing match after match after match. Xavier Woods and Big E are done with it. They're over with it. They're not getting any titles. They're not getting any merchandise sales. Storyline, guys, okay? Storyline. So, Kofi's the slum of the group. So what happens? They exile him. They they tell him to get out. Get be done. Ah, I'm still waiting for a big E turn. It has to be him. It can't be Kofi. Kofi's been this nice guy for 12 years now. It has to be Big E. Big E's got the size. He's a Vince McMahon type guy. As soon as Xavier Woods comes back, I would turn Big E right then and there. There's nothing better. You have everybody in the palm of your hand. When Xavier Woods comes back, oh, the New Day's back together. They're doing great. They're going to be this hell force of a tag team once again. But wait. Come out. Welcome back, Xavier. High five this. Brotherly hug that. Bam. Heel turn. Big E. Big endings to both Kofi and Xavier. Done. New Day is done. Merchandise will still sell because it's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Big E's stock will rise. Big E goes to the top. Faces whoever. He's a big Vince McMahon guy. And I'm going to talk more about Vince McMahon type guys, quote unquote, when 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 I tell you about some news. The Intercontinental title contract signing went very south for Braun Strowman getting attacked by getting two Haluma kicks. By Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn looking like he's back in the the physical form. I would say wrestling form. Doing a lot more physical stuff with Shinsuke and Cesaro. So this is supposed to be a match at uh, Elimination Chamber. We all know, based off what I'm about to tell you in here in a little bit, that The Fiend has other plans for WrestleMania. Would we like to see Braun Strowman and The Fiend? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we would. But, now that we know what The Fiend's going to do, we can safely assume that the Intercontinental title is not coming off Ron Strowman at Elimination Chamber this Sunday. And I totally forgot it was this Sunday. I just looked at my phone. It's this Sunday. And I didn't even plan for this in my podcast today. I have no idea what matches are going on. Oh my God, what am I doing? So if you hear any pauses in this podcast today, it's because I'm looking at matches 
because I wasn't prepared. Totally forgot that it was Elimination Chamber weekend. Oh my god. Well, anyway, let's try to get through this rest of it before I completely destroy this podcast. Uh, Daniel Bryan defeated Curtis Axel. Um, don't really understand that. Honestly. I mean, it... Curtis Axel. Hmm. Not really that big of a guy anymore. Uh, so why was he going against Daniel Bryan? Uh, because... Daniel Bryan's been going against Heath Slater for the past three weeks, and now they're they're doing something weird with Daniel Bryan, um, giving him match after match with m- very low mid card guys. He, and no offense to Heath Slater or Curtis Axel, but they're low mid card. Let's be honest. So, yeah, I don't know Daniel Bryan just going through this weird this weird slump right now and just going up against people and superstars that you wouldn't think he'd be going up against. I'm trying to find these matches for Elimination Chamber. Okay. Let's see if this is it. And we'll get to Elimination Chamber after all. But, yeah, Daniel Bryan and Curtis Axel. Not really understanding. I don't understand it. Filling time... With Daniel Bryan, uh, big mistake, I think. The Usos defeated The Miz and John Morrison. Could the Usos be new tag team champions after Elimination Chamber? No, I think they're going to do like a fatal three-way or triple threat match at WrestleMania. It'll be The Usos, it'll be The New Day, it'll be Miz and John Morrison. Hell, it might even be The Revival. Let's just say they're going to recreate what Matt and Jeff Hardy walked into at WrestleMania 30. Or 31 or whenever it was when he, they returned to Miami or Orlando. So, yeah, uh, I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to do a triple threat or a fatal four-way. And the Miz and John Morrison will hang on because they're too hot right now. They can create very good product. So, John, Mo- or John, Mo- John Cena and the Fiend Bray Wyatt cross pass uh, as WrestleMania comes into focus, as I said, we know what Bray Wyatt's plans are. And if you're watching Friday, his plans are to face John Cena at WrestleMania 36 in Tampa Bay. So, um, we kind of felt like watching John Cena out there that he was set to retire. Um, getting a little choked up, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out, he, you know, as his way up the ramp, music dies, lights dim out, and Bray Wyatt staying behind him, points at the Wrestlemania. I think they should have went a little bit longer with this. I think they should have had John Cena say no at first. Kind of like his thing with The Undertaker. He kept coming out, kept coming out, kept coming out. Undertaker never showed. Undertaker kept bypassing him. I think they should have done something like that with this. Uh, And I... It would have gave more suspense to WrestleMania as far as Bray Wyatt goes. Or they should have just attacked him. Should have just had Bray Wyatt attack John Cena. Then next week, John Cena come out, boost the ratings a little bit, and challenge the Fiend. Because John Cena is very good, pissed off on the mic. History shows. And 
it's just I, I really enjoy seeing John Cena and I don't know if this is going to be his last Wrestlemania match I don't really want to believe it because I think he can do a little bit more and I, I honestly think you're going to hate me for this but I think he should beat Ric Flair I think he should beat Ric Flair's reign as WWE champion or world champion or whatever it was he should seriously Ric Flair did a lot for this business but John Cena did more so with that said that wraps up Smackdown we're going to get to Raw after we hear from our friends at OBX Bail Bonds Man, dang, what the heck did you do now? I messed up bad this time. Acting a fool and got locked up, man. Seems like we were just getting tuned up a couple hours ago. How'd you get out of the slammer so quick? I called the fellows over at OBX Bail Bonds and they came and got me out before the soap hit the floor. Haha, <laughs> what? That's how fast I was out of there. The only number you need to know is 252-216-9000. Their office is a mile down the road from the Manio Jail. Heck, they'll even come get you out in Curry Tuck. I know from experience. 252-216-9000. Let me plug that number in my phone just in case. 252-216-9000. Next question, what if I get locked up and I'm broke? Been there too, bro. Luckily, they offer payment plans with little to no money down on some bonds. Just call Hunter and Jason. They've been in the game since 02, so they know exactly what they're doing. Thanks, man. Now stay the heck out of trouble. Ha! I'll try, but you know me. OBX Bail Bonds. They'll get you out before the soap can hit the floor. Call 252-216-9000. All right. They can definitely get you out before the soap hits the floor. Hopefully. <laughs> That's the key word. Hopefully. All right. Monday Night Raw, March 2nd, held at the PMC Barclays. I'm thinking PMC is not in the title of these arenas. Because it's at PMC TD Garden and it's at PMC Barclays Center. So let's just say March 2nd at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. There might be a typo there. Anyway, uh, Brock Lesnar came out with Paul Heyman, of course. Paul Heyman jibber-jabbering, as he always does. Very good, I should say. But <clears throat> then met Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre confronted WWE champion Brock Lesnar. And by the time Brock Lesnar was trying to head out the ring, he actually came back to attack Drew McIntyre. But guess what? He got sent to Claymore Country. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, great seller. I love what he's doing right now. He's putting over. Everybody wants to hate him, but honestly, I love it. Brock Lesnar is what John Cena says. Brock Lesnar is one of the most best superstars on the roster right now. So, I agree. I agree. Street Profits, the new WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. They defeated Seth Rollins and Murphy. Love that. Love the Street Profits. Seth Rollins and Murphy are going to get a... Another title shot at Elimination Chamber. I don't think they'll win. Honestly. 24-7 champion Riddick Moss defeated Ricochet. Got more news on Ricochet. You did not hear me incorrect on this. 24-7 champion Riddick Moss. Who the hell is that? Defeated Ricochet, who just went up against Brock Lesnar. Sit and think about that. Let it soak in. 24-7 champion first. Riddick Moss second. Beat Ricochet. Third. Think about that. Alistair Black defeated Carl Anderson. Um, then Alistair Black defeated Lou Gallows. Via disqualification because AJ Styles then went on to face Alistair Black as he was supposed to anyway. And at first, uh, he defeated Alistair Black. 
Uh, AJ Styles and Undertaker. Obviously, you're going to be clashing at WrestleMania. The end of this match, AJ Styles sent a little message to The Undertaker, covering up Aleister Black's arms on his chest, pinning him like The Undertaker would after delivering a tombstone. I'll have to sit and think about this. So I'll get back to you next week what I think about Alistair, or what I think about AJ Styles and The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Liv Morgan defeated Ruby Riot with Sarah Logan, a special guest referee. Old Riot Squad back together type thing. Um, all setting up for Elimination Chamber. Eric Roman revealed what's in his cage to No Way Jose. Uh, no Way Jose actually got a, another different look. Still got the same old party people in the back. Doesn't work. That character does not work in WWE. It will never work in WWE. Um, Adam Rose tried it, and he's 6'4", 280 pounds full of muscle now, uh, ripping up the independent scene. So, no way, Jose, I'm sorry. I enjoyed watching you in NXT in Norfolk a couple years ago, but your character is not going to work on the main card, ever. Uh, What was in his... Cage of Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan's cage. It's a spider. Hmm. Imagine that. Big ass gray spider. Um. Don't really care for that story. Uh, I. I didn't get it at first. Uh, it was. I, I get what WWE was trying to do. Trying to. You know. Put another storyline in there. A unique storyline. Pass the time. Fill the time. Fill the holes. I get it. It was okay. But now we know. So what's next for Eric Rowan? Who knows? Shayna Baszler defeated what was supposed to be supposed to be Oscar, but Oscar's out with a wrist injury supposedly. Uh, so she defeated the other half of Raw Tag Team Champ or WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Kyrie Sane. <sighs> Shayna Baszler is getting a lot of heat for being a bad girl, and I'm, I'm saying a bad girl is like a heel, not like a, a bad girl. No, she's getting a lot of heat, and that's good. That's very good. One of the, the best things I've heard, and I heard it yesterday, was that if you have people liking you, if you are selling merchandise and you're, you, know, you have shirts out as a heel, you're not doing your job. If you don't have somebody saying they hate your guts every show, you're not doing your job. Shayna Baszler a real heel? Honestly? Yeah. I think she could be. She's working on it. She's better heel than what anybody else on the roster is. And, and I hate to say that because I'm a Charlotte Flair fan and Charlotte Flair is a really good heel. But you have people buying Charlotte Flair merch. And you have people doing the woo. And she's just over. She is. She's just over. And, and her character is going to continue to be over until something drastically changes. And if she attacks the whole women's division and sets them on fire. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. I mean... Charlotte Flair is a great heel, but people are still going to cheer for her. And, and Shayna Baszler, as far as, she, as far as she goes, I think she can be that type of heel that women's division needs. Where people don't really buy her merch. Uh, people aren't doing her, her catchphrase or her moves. And I mean, she's a little sloppy in the ring. Yeah, she's a little sloppy in the ring. She's not that great. But I think she's the heel that WWE needs. As long as she don't come out and, and put herself over as a baby face when she's supposed to put herself down as a heel, then yeah, everything will be fine. <laughs> and it, it's happened, people. It's happened. 
Rey Mysterio and Humberto Carrillo defeated United States Champion Andrade and Angel Garza. I don't think Andrade and Angel Garza are done. I still want this as a tag team. I still think they can do really, really good things as a tag team. So I would love to see them. I would love to see Andrade ditch the United States Championship and then him and Angel Garza go after the Street Profits. I think that's what's best. I think it's best for business. I think they should. They could put on hell of matches. Or when the draft comes back, draft them in the same area with the Usos of the New Day where they they can put on really good matches. Do I think the Street Profits can put on a, a five-star match? No, not right now. Not at all. I'd say three and a half. Possibly four. They're, they're not of the style of the Usos. or not up to the caliber of the Usos or the New Day. There's no way the Street Profits are going to put on a five-star match like the Usos or the New Day would. So don't hate me for saying that, people. And if you do hate me for saying that, you pitch me what you think would happen and email me that. WWEMentality at gmail.com. You email me what you would do with Angel Garza and Andrade. Who you would put them against. Last but not least, Randy, 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 Randy. We all knew this was going to be very, very good. Randy Orton, Edge. Um, I love the fact that they're bringing Beth Phoenix in there. I love the fact they're bringing you know, Matt Hardy, who I've got some news on. You know, the, the next person I think has got to be Christian. I think it has to be Christian. If Christian doesn't come out, then he's not, he's not medically cleared. But I, I love it. Uh, it. It reminds me a lot of the Triple H storyline where him and Triple H and Stephanie were back together. Um, it was a hell of a storyline. And, and word is, if I don't have it in my news, which I need to check, because I don't want to ruin it. Nope, it's not. Okay. Well, news is, and we're going around, is that Randy and Edge are in control of their own promos and what they do. So I'm so glad that Randy Orton did not go and leave when his contract was up because he's one of the best heels in the fucking business. Point and simple. There's no heel other than maybe Brock Lesnar. But again, like I said, Brock Lesnar is just natural at whatever he's doing. He'll always be a heel. He'll never be a babyface. I think the one time he was somewhat of a babyface is when he returned after WrestleMania and F5 John Cena. Because everybody hates John Cena. (laughs) Everybody hated John Cena anyway. So, I think that was the only time I've seen him eh, babyface. But to have the freedom for Randy Orton and Edge to, to create these things and Randy Orton giving Beth Phoenix an RKO was magnificent. It's phenomenal. I loved it. It needs to happen more. And this is reason why is now you're invested to see what happens next week between these two. You know they're going to have a match at WrestleMania, correct. You know that it's supposed to be a no disqualification match, falls count anywhere, whatever. But you want to see where it goes from here because where and how much farther can you go than RKOing a man's wife? Sending her to the hospital, possible neck injury. Where could you go from that? I don't know. You have to turn you have to tune in next week and find out. But where we're heading right now 
is Village Hardware. Down there in uh, North Carolina 345 Highway. Over in Wanchi's. And they got everything you can possibly think of. All the nuts, all the bolts, all the nukes and crannies and blah, blah, blah. They're going to tell you what they have. I'm not going to say her name on out because, honestly, I don't know them all. But they do. So here's Village Hardware. I got a question for you. Where can you find all of your hardware and marine supplies at competitive prices? It's also locally owned and operated. Don't know? Let me help you out. Village Hardware and Lawn Cheese. Village Hardware is fully equipped to provide you with all of your hardware, marine, and paint supplies. They can also mix paint to the color you're looking for. Heck, they even carry grills, grilling supplies, and grizzly coolers. Because if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Check out Village Hardware on Facebook or give them a holler at 252-473-3900. Village Hardware, locally owned and operated, right next to the Duck Through and Lawn Cheese. All right, Village Hardware, Village Hardware. Um, so I told you earlier, I did not be, I was not prepared for Elimination Chamber this Sunday. So on my phone, I'm just going to list off the matches and give you my brief opinion. First, you have the Elimination Women's Elimination Chamber. You have Natalia versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Oscar versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. I don't think it's a far stretch to say that Shayna Baszler is going to win this face Becky Lynch at Wrestlemania but what I would honestly love to see happen is Natalia win this I think your time's coming up I think you can wait for Shayna Baszler to SummerSlam right or, or Money in the Bank you know let her win Money in the Bank and have that surprise factor but let's let's give Natalia a chance not that she hasn't had a chance but let's put let's put Becky Lynch and Natalia at WrestleMania. Then Natalia can ride off to the sunset. We'll never hear from her, or see from her again until an occasional Hall of Fame appearance or something. So yeah, let's put it on Natalia. Why not? Then you have SmackDown Tag Team Champions: The Miz and John Morrison versus The New Day versus Heavy Machinery versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus The Imminent the Usos in Elimination Chamber. Um, again, I think John Morrison and Miz hang on. I think they, I think they retain. I don't think Heavy Machinery is quite there yet. Um, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler—they're not going to be tag team champions anymore, and the Usos aren't going to be tag team champions anymore either. Not on this type pay-per-view. Intercontinental Champion Braun Strowman versus Braun Strowman versus Shinsei Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sami Zayn. I think Braun Strowman gets some help. I think Elias comes back, maybe helps him. Um, I think he he retains this title, or you could possibly say Cesaro wins or Sami Zayn wins the title, and one of the two gets jealous and exiles Sami Zayn. So I mean, either way, it could go good. I, I think it's a, it's a somewhat mid card good storyline so pay attention to that one we're all tag team championships the street profits were seth rollins and murphy i think the street profits hold on aj styles and alistair black no disqualification uh we'll see a return from the undertaker at this uh, uh, elimination chamber the undertaker will be there he will cost aj styles the match and alistair black will win uh just as soon as alistair black will win though the uh the club the oc will interfere and then the Undertaker will come out so that's what's going to happen with that one the United States Champion Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo Andrade drops the title I think this is his time as I was saying Andrade and Angel Garza need to become a tag team and this is the time Humberto Carrillo has been working really hard 
he got buried by Vince a little bit, got brought back up, and I, th I think he wins. He puts on really good matches. <sighs> Prediction match here. You have Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. <laughs> Another mid-card. Uh, not surprised at all. So that was all the matches that I have right now. So did I see a men's Royal Rumble match in here? No, I didn't. There are no men's Royal Rumble match or men's uh, Elimination Chamber match. Not that I saw. So I could be wrong. Anyway, all right. That wraps up Elimination Chamber, and we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, the fallout of it, at least. Got some news for you uh, regarding a couple, couple key players, a couple non-key players. Mustafa Ali didn't really have the 2019 that he was wanting for himself. He was on a little bit of a roll. And correct me if I'm wrong at wwementality at gmail.com, but wasn't he supposed to win the Elimination Chamber last year? but got hurt before by Randy Orton, and then Kofi Kingston came in, and then that jolted Kofi Kingston up. I think I'm right, but I could be wrong. Anyway, he remained off television for the majority of 2020 so far in the last three months. Some fans even believe that the recent glitches during SmackDown are hinting at his repackaging. Oh, Ali sent out a tweet on Wednesday morning announcing that he only wants to make people think in the end. He will make fans want to think. Hmm. Well, everybody's thinking what those glitches are on SmackDown, so it could possibly be the new light that is Ali. So we'll all have to wait and see if it, you know, the the light comes on tomorrow or Friday. So we'll, we're just gonna have to wait and see. Goldberg back in the news today, responding or back in the news yesterday. I looked this up yesterday. A very high criticism on his match with the Fiend Bray Wyatt at Super Showdown last week, appearing on the bump this week, saying, and I quote, I love to see them do it. Talking about his fans, at any age, let alone 53, Goldberg stated, I answered a phone call and I did whatever I had to do to get ready in a short period of time and provide a little bit of Goldberg out there. Fortunately, I was able to do it and I'm looking, for, looking forward to my next one. Obviously, his next one being WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. Age 53, you answer a call and say, Yeah, Vince, I'll take on Bray Wyatt at Super Showdown, get paid a shit ton of money, and I'll win the Universal title. Go on to WrestleMania, face, you know, put over Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns does not need to be put over any more than he already is. Jeez. Stop doing this to Roman Reigns. For real. <sighs> Talking about The Undertaker a little while ago, his wife is in the news. Uh, Michelle McCool let the world know that her accomplishments should not be overlooked. She tweeted, Real talk, when you're put up with more, when you have put up more with more in the past than anyone would believe, simply because I'm The Undertaker's wife, have rarely been mentioned for making any contribution to the women's revolution, but wow, not even the top 45. So, WWE came out with top 45 women superstars in the past decade or whatever. She was not in the top 45. Well, I put her in my top 20. When I did my top 20 in the last 10 years, she was in top 20. I thought she deserved it. Not only because she's Undertaker's wife, not even that. 
but I loved her work with like Layla, you know, Michelle McCool and Layla, Lay Cool, I think they called it. Uh, um, it's it's just one of them things, you know. It, it's a I see it, I don't want to overreact, and I am sorry I overreact after I thought about it. Anyway, WWE went back and put like her and somebody else in there. So, needless to say, I I think what she did was, um, it was governed. Okay, I agree with what she did. She she put it out there. I mean, she obviously pissed that she wasn't in top forty five, which I think she should be. I think that's still a stretch. She should be in top thirty, and like I said, my top twenty. She was in my top twenty women uh, in this decade last 10 years so yeah Michelle McCool was very upset and um, all signs led to you know getting the Vicky Guerrero treatment you know and if nobody knows what that means look it up anyway as I said earlier I talked about Ricochet Ricochet has reportedly been buried 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 by Vince McMahon despite Ricochet being very highly regarded by producer of Raw Paul Heyman my thoughts and your thoughts, please, on this. I need you guys... I, I need someone to tell me that I'm just not blind here. Ricochet is one of the best talents you have on the roster. Most exciting to watch, honestly. And did I think him going against Brock Lesnar was him officially getting buried? No. But what I saw on Raw when he went up against 24-7 champion Riddick Moss... That's buried. Now, is there anybody on the roster right now that he could go up against? No, not really. You don't really have a storyline for him. But you can put him with Aleister Black, which was one hell of a fucking tag team back when they had the Dusty Rhodes Classic and back when they first came to Raw. Please, put them two together. It was an awesome tag team. Anyway... It, it, it looks to be seen that Ricochet is now being heavily buried by one Vince McMahon, unfortunately. All right, well, that wraps up my news you may not have heard, but now you have. And first and foremost, here, I need to say a little something. First and foremost, thank you to all WWE mentality fans out there. We recognize we are a new podcast and have, and we really do have all the intentions on making it up in the ranks of podcast land wherever that may lie when it comes to our content WWE with that said we always look to expand our brand and one way we are trying to do is through selling some of our merchandise right now our merchandise is only t-shirts okay you have to understand that when you start something new you don't really have a lot of funding from anybody we're not sponsored by anybody okay yes we have commercials but we still do this for free and we do it out of the kindness of our hearts because we love talking about WWE and we love conversating to ourselves on a mic for other people to listen to. And we love that, or I love that. Right now, that's WWE Mentality t-shirts and our prices are, from size small to extra large, is going to run you about $20. And from 2X to 4X, it will be $25. If anyone is interested, please email, email me or the show at wwmentality at gmail.com again that's wwe mentality at gmail.com if you want to put in an order and we can we can work something out you know and i'm not gonna 
be one to sit here and say that you need to get one because I honestly believe you can't tell any human being out there what they can and cannot do. They're going to do what they want to do when they want to do it. Unless you, you have kids. And still, even still even then your kids are going to tell you what you're going to what you're going to do. But anyway, if you want to buy one of our t-shirts, feel free to do it. If not, it's all good. It it really is. I'm not going to come in here into the studio and beg people to buy our merchandise. It's not going to happen. I want to provide a content that is very, very helpful and that people enjoy. So if you enjoy our stuff, you know, if you're on Facebook and you like and share all of our stuff there, if you go on YouTube and you like and comment and share our stuff and subscribe to our YouTube, then awesome. Thank you for that. And if you want to buy a t-shirt, again, Mentality at gmail.com just email me and let me know or we can look us up on Facebook and let me know there we will work something out again I have size small all the way to 4x size small to extra large is going to run you $20 size 2x to 4x is going to run you 25 pretty cheap you know and, and I want to thank the guys at graphics uh, graphic custom apparel they're based out of Elizabeth City, North Carolina. The guy I'm working with, awesome guy. Really is. I texted him two days ago. I said, hey man, I might need some shirts. Got back with me. We conversated a little bit. Talked about life and kids. Texted him today and I said, do you have a woman's scoop small shirt? I didn't know what that was until I looked it up. Sent him a picture. Sure, got that. So that, it, he's very easy to work with. It's graphic custom designs apparel. Very cool guy. Pretty deep. And if he's listening, he's a decent basketball player, okay? Very decent. All right. He's going to give me crap for that, but he's decent. Anyway, that's pretty much all I got for y'all today. As I told you, it's going to be a little bit of a week podcast. Not much to cover. As far as WWE goes, although there's a lot out there, I just cannot spend all day in here. Uh, there's people currently staring at me right now through the window, so I need to go. But thank you again, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, for subscribing, for listening, uh, for for liking our Facebook page, for subscribing to our YouTube page. Anything and everything that you fans can do to help us out, to, to get us up there. We have 258 total downloads, and I want to thank RedCircle.com. That's our hosting site for this podcast today. We have 250 total download, 58 total downloads. That's 10 more than what we had last week. So every week we're building, every day we're building, and that's the most important goal in life is that you, you build and you learn something new every day. But I am your host, JR. And for Justin, who's not here once again today because he's lazy. I'm just kidding, Justin. Um, Keep slamming and stay wonderful and enjoy Elimination Chamber this Sunday, March 8th. Be safe.